You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Nerdificent. I am your host, Ippy Wadiway. Danny Fernandez sat this one out. She's a busy lady. It's her birthday. She got stuff to do. Happy birthday, Danny. It won't be your birthday by the time this comes out. But I have some friends here, you know? I have some friends. They're hanging. And from the <laughs> <laughs> Like we're not gonna be on the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're hanging back. Let me go get them. I'll go find them. Yeah. They're over in the break room. Hold up. You know, they're they're just in the back, you know. <laughs> One has just a spinner. <laughs> smoking a cigarette, just staring uh, off. They ready the to grass. talk to us? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, we work at the docks. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, you know, just <laughs> I'm, I'm deciding: do we do we take this from the top again, or do we just keep I going? Mean, oh, you this, keep is this, gold. In. this is gold. Oh my gosh! This is what we assume people want. Yes, I mean, I've heard podcasts, right? This is what it is. I don't know. Man. I don't know either. It's three people talking. It's a podcast. Every. Every Uber pool you've ever been in is a podcast. Every conversation, every time I'm in an airplane, like what do you every, do? Every every time I'm in a room with someone, and I'm just you know talking. <laughs> <laughs> how many times, like wh- since you're in LA, you're working all the time? How often do you realize, like, oh, I only talk to you when we have a podcast ah. together? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> right now when you point at this, yeah. Out, uh, <laughs> You guys know Ify? Yeah, yeah, we've done yeah, podcasts. Yeah, we've done podcasts. Anyway, those voices are Keith King Bay and uh, <laughs> Jesse Neal <laughs> from the New Players Join podcast. If you couldn't tell, I was stalling because I didn't know your last name. That's fair. <laughs> it's fair. Dude, yeah, yeah. it's fair. I could have uh, asked before we recorded, <laughs> no, but fine. we just jumped in. Listen, also- I'm going to be real with you. When you were on our show, yes. right before you showed up, I was like, okay, I have to look up a video clip real quick where somebody introduces Ify because I am not going to take a stab at this last name. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is, like, when you think about, like, man, one, like, we often don't know our friend's last name because yeah. we uh, we refer to him just in the first name. And then if we do, 
Lots of times we don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Especially if you got some iffy shakudes on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How are y'all doing? Doing, doing good. Well, how, how are you? you? Uh, good, good. You know, the way we like to start off the pod now is to ask about something you're geeking out about this week. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, if you have something in mind, uh, why don't you tell me what you're geeking out about? I'll start to give you time because I think I did just spring that on you. <laughs> Hold up, look, I gotta look up your last name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, I got look. Danny's the one who keeps it on the rails, you know. <laughs> like now that it's just iffy, it's it's like out of sorry, uh, but <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm, gosh, yeah, I I'm still kind of freaking out about the footage that came out. Uh, we were just talking about it for the Final Fantasy VII oh, yeah. remake, yeah. and you know. I'm not, and also, I'm I'm nerding out about the fact that you know I'm starting to get the good you know no no just to any of the smaller devs but like the bigger devs are sending me appointments for E3. Yeah, there you so go. I'm like, let me see that, and yeah, it's always like that. very sneaky. It's like it's this game we already announced and two unannounced games. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me at <laughs> I love it. I love let it. me in there and playing it. What about y'all? Uh, I'll say that uh, non-game related, I'm geeking out a little bit over Barry on HBO, which shocked. I it's, it's a show that I was like, I'm not gonna like this. Oh, I don't, it's I don't so need, good. I was like, I don't need another sad comedy. And I started watching. It, I was like, Oh, this is the fucking best show. Yeah. In oh, a it's, long so time. Good. it's so good. So funny. Such, so good. The dude who plays Noho Hank is my new hero. Oh yeah, that's uh, actually a buddy of mine, Anthony Kerrigan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We met uh, through. We volunteer for this camp called Comfort Zone Camp. It's okay. a camp for kids who have like. Lost a parent or a loved one, gotcha. teaching them good coping methods, and uh, you know you get paired off with. There's little buddies that get paired off with big buddies, nice. and then uh, I was he was like I act, and I was like word. So do I. <laughs> and then we, yeah, he's yeah, uh, he's, he's super dope, dude. He's crushing also, on that. Also, show, Victor right? Zazaz from Gotham. He was that. <laughs> that's who who he also played. Is it also, mostly right. just actors? Uh, oh no no that's who Anthony gotcha. played so he was Victor's ass. <laughs> I assume his camp was just yeah, yeah. all actors. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm confused. So you're saying that these men aren't the characters? They play? <laughs> yeah yeah, sorry, I I have to break that. Too. And also that this fellow you're talking about is not more than one person. No. I'm very lost about how Hollywood works, gang. Oh man, uh, but yeah no I. I have to catch up on season two of Barry. I haven't so really, good. Oh man, it's so unbelievably funny oh. and so well acted, mm. so well written too. Uh, for video games, I'm still geeking out. I just finished Persona Five for the third time. Man, for the third time, I heard it's long. It's a hundred hours really long. Really long. Yeah. And man. I'm still finding new things, and I just like still love the ending. I, if anybody out there hasn't played Persona Five, get on that. Because it is amazing. It's a good one. I feel like all we do is promote that game. I feel like we promote that game way more than our podcast. But guys, go buy Persona 5. (laughs) Go subscribe to those seasons. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Do go play Persona 5. Uh, (laughs) Games I'm playing right now. I jumped into Apex for the first time. I keep jumping into games when they're dying. Yeah. I keep doing this. I keep doing this thing where I'm like, like, Apex is a new thing. Everybody's going for Fortnite. I'm like... Yeah, whatever. I don't want to do Battle Royale. Like, yeah. basically, I was like, I mm-hmm. don't care. But then it's free, and I jumped in, and I'm like, oh, I get why this oh, yeah. is fun. But then I just read an article that was like, all their players are leaving because they're not able to update it fast enough for people that I, have I'm, I'm going to call BS on that. that yeah. That's It's sensational journalism, and I hate that they keep doing right. it because all it's doing is trying to promote that crunch lifestyle. Yeah. So EA, uh, or not even EA, Respawn came out and made a firm stance of like, yes, our updates are going to take longer to come out right. so that our workers can have a regular nine to five right and Fortnite 
uh, reports came out that they have been working like just almost twenty four hours they have straight to stay king. because because of APAC. Yeah. So so I think you don't have to worry. All these articles are so dumb, and it's and it just reminds you that gaming journalists don't even really have to be real journalists. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be fair. Right now, real journalists don't have to be real journalists either. <laughs> you just yeah. gotta create that narrative. You gotta create yeah. clicks. It, it, it's just it, it really does bug me when like if you if you're like me who constantly are watching like game stats, you're very aware of how much it fluctuates from yeah. time to time. Yeah. And I don't think the game is dying the same way people were like Fortnite is dying when Apex came out, and now yeah. people are going to Fort. The people get bored, and it's a free game, so, so you just that jump you, back you're and forth. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You have the benefit. It's not like if it was a full featured game that you paid for, right. And you saw players leaving, it'd be scary. But yeah. this game that is free, people will just have it on their their computers and then when it gets updated they're right. gonna check it out exactly yeah. the new season's Every out time. now we're gonna jump on exactly. but the other thing since we're all talking about HBO and I'm watching it consistently it's like cause now TV shows it's just harder right you eventually get to them oh, that yeah. sort of thing Chernobyl. I am legitimately watching every week it comes out. Everyone's Damn. saying Chernobyl's good. Now check that out. It's very scary. It looks the whole thing is hell. scary and depressing and dramatic. But the crazy thing about it. This happened. So oh, just the fact I, of watching it. I geek out on um, horrible nuclear disasters whenever, like, Three Mile Island, Chernobyl, Fukushima. Like, I geek out on the actual, like, knowledge <laughs> not of the them. dragons. Not, not the dragons. HBO <laughs> can go to hell with that. I'm, I'm locked into, did real <laughs> go down? I got to know everything <laughs> about this shit. Yeah. I will explain the meltdown at Chernobyl to you whenever you want. <laughs> I have a oh. weird life. Those are neat. That's <laughs> our nerdy things. Our nerdy things. Yeah, yeah. All nerdy things. Well, that's good. Well, today we're talking about some real stuff. Real. <laughs> real stuff. Speaking of dragons, can go f- themselves. <laughs> this is a clean podcast. <laughs> and that's the first time I mean it, and not a joke. You're going to be bleeped out so much. <laughs> but. That's also Dan's job, so that's his problem. Sorry, Dan. Um, so sorry. I'll try not to. I will forget this in two minutes. I, <laughs> I grew up in a locker room. It's going to be real hard. Buddy. I'm from Boston. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, but yeah, so we're talking about The Witcher, which uh, when did y'all kind of get introduced to The Witcher? Because with me, it was Witcher 3. Uh, yeah, Witcher, the, yeah, absolutely. The, the first time I saw The Witcher was a trailer of the first one. And it was when uh, Geralt is chasing a werewolf, basically, over all these like houses and all these sorts of things. I remember showing it to my friend, improv buddy, uh, Sean O'Reilly at the time, being like, have you seen this game? Do you know what this is, basically? And it went away, and it like was a game that I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. And then 2 came out, and I mm-hmm. bought it on the PC, but my PC wasn't fast enough. It wasn't good enough. <laughs> then I got to 3. 3 was my official, like, all right, like right, let's it. do this now. Yeah. But a game that I'm like, oh, I don't have to know what's going on in 1. I don't have to know what's going on in 2. I can just jump into 3 and yeah. enjoy it, basically. And mine was to Keith playing The Witcher 3. <laughs> and here's the thing, here's the thing. So uh, every once in a while, when Keith and I, we used to do this a lot more when we would get bored, we would just like watch what the other one was playing for an hour, just like check it out, you know, because you just get to watch your friends if you're on the network. And one time I saw that he was playing Witcher 3 and I was like, oh, I got to check this game out. I've heard so many amazing things. And so let's log before, on. Before he gets to it, I'm playing Witcher 3 correctly. Yes. Correctly. Okay. Yes. Okay. Correctly. So okay. no judgment here. I jump on and for like 30 minutes straight, Keith is just playing Gwent. 
Keith is only <laughs> playing the card game. I don't see a single creature, not a storyline, not a character. It just keeps cutting to cards, and then this wolf man going, would you like to play again? <laughs> and I'm like, is this the game? And I'm like, Jesse, I won string. And you're like, what? I don't yeah, care. I won string. And I'm like, you're, you're a, a hell beast conqueror. You should be able to find string it's everywhere. Okay, if you can ask you, was, was this game too much? I know, you, I know you play Monster Hunter. I know you play games that are inventory heavy. There's a lot to them. Yeah. Were you like, this is too much? Because by the time they start explaining Gwent to me, I was like, I have no idea what the f*** is going yeah, on. Yeah, for Leave me it wasn't. Out, <laughs> <laughs> it, it For me, it wasn't too much. What it was was, so I was playing, and I was playing on stream, and I was going to just do normal mode because yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but everyone's like, no, nah, you got to do hard mode. And oh, I didn't re- I didn't realize that this game normal mode already. yeah no normal mode is already bringing the heat. Yeah. Man. So I got I was playing hard mode and I just <laughs> just got wrecked. I got to a point where you know how <laughs> How many hours in? Oh man, maybe <laughs> maybe 3. Oh, okay. Three, yeah. four, five, three, four, five, maybe ten. Okay. Who, if, if, Doubled if, it. Three, yeah, yeah. four, ten, twenty, thirty. I played half the game I and then the had game to turn it was, several it was, times. It was a blur. All I know is that I got to a point where you know how games auto auto save, yeah. and if you're auto saving, <laughs> you get into a death loop. Yeah, because that's what happened. I, oh, I, God. I went into this one point where they jump you, mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard enough time yeah. taking one on one. You're in the yeah. bar, right? So, All those guys. Yeah. Well, no, not the bar. I get out of oh, there. The I'm bar. doing missions. Okay. I'm like, okay. I made it to you're missions, it. and I, there was one mission. <laughs> Where I get called into a camp and then like we have a discussion and the discussion ends in a fight. So yeah. I'm surrounded and you got archers and do so like I'm like trying to like stop time and use like, <laughs> magic to be like, hey, everybody calm down. And I just would just get walloped, get back, respawn, get beat up again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I was like, okay. And so I just put the game down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put the game down. I walked away for, from it for a couple of months. Like yeah. by the time I came back to the the game, all the DLC came back. And for those who are not keeping up with Witcher oh, Three, so it huge. took a while for the DLC to come out. So yeah. that means I put down the game maybe for a year or two. Yeah, this this game came out in 2014 and still stands the test of time. Yeah, yeah. like this is an amazing game. Oh yeah, I think I got back then. to it at 2017. Yeah, that because right. everyone was saying it was good. Felicia Day keeps nerding out about it and I, I was like okay let me give it a shot but let me just try it on normal because I, would, I think I told somebody like yeah and I was doing it on hard and it was rough they're like why'd you do that yeah <laughs> yeah it's so a was, difficult it's, game it's literally like Dark Souls it's it not is. just hack slash hack yeah, slash it's literally like you have to time it yeah, all oh this yeah it's well, all that Dark Souls has the kindness of letting you know what kind of game it is when <laughs> you die it appears it's like oh okay so they want me to go through this and struggle Witcher 3 you die constantly and the game kind of goes you, you really suck at this. <laughs> you kind of you kind of blew it yeah. just then, and yeah. you're like, "It's me. It's my fault." Yeah. So I I do it on normal mode, and I get pretty far, and I was streaming it for a bit, and it's so funny because streaming is so funny in the sense that you know you're putting on a show, mm-hmm. you're, you're being yourself, and then there was two things I kept doing that made me take it off. There's two things that happened that made me take it off the stream. It was too many moments of me. Staring at my inventory. <laughs> yeah, blank space. this is a boring blank game to watch somebody play. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Eyes cool. glazed over. Doing alchemy. Okay, yeah. All right. And I'll make that <laughs> pot of 
chicken. Because there is so much to this game. There is so much to this. Just your inventory is literally Resident Evil. You have so much space for everything you have, and then you end up looking like a clown because you don't know the inventory Daniel, well. bleep right? that out. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> a beeping clown, everybody. Um, no, but that's so fascinating about this game because uh, seriously, like, there's so much inventory, it's hard to play in general, and then there's like, here's Gwent. Yeah. And Gwent, I know it's a joke, it's hilarious or whatever, but Gwent has now become its own thing. Oh, yeah, it's its own game. Its own game, basically, but this game, like, was highly addictive and was very important to the game just yeah. to even do quests and all oh, that Oh, yeah, sort of that's stuff. why I never played. I did the <laughs> yeah. tutorial, and I was like, oh, this is dangerous. This is going to add a whole nother... <laughs> the tutorial for Gwent has more rules than most full video games. <laughs> yes, it's I, totally true. I got to the tutorial, and I literally was like, okay, I follow, and then it's like, but then this other deck, and I was like, oh, there's more than one, oh, yeah. and then this other... I was like... Okay, but the, but then as long as it's just the three, and then this card makes this. Yes. It's just like okay, also, I was a I can't. Pokemon card trader who happens to be the sexiest man on earth and can't <laughs> die. That's all I would do in the game. Well, that's what's so funny is when you really think of Gwent in the context of the game, it's wild because you it'll be like I need you to find my daughter. She's gone. Care for a round of Gwent? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Let's put some money on yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> it's so weird. This guy, everybody is dying. And he's playing Texas Hold'em. That's how the whole game feels. <laughs> but like, to me. like legitimately, Gwent is such an addicting, fun experience. As you collect cards, there's different armies you build, like yeah. that whole sort of thing. But also, it's like just a side part of it. I love games like that because Final Fantasy VIII has a card game. Right. As well. oh, Final yeah. Fantasy VIII is like one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. Um, and that's the same thing. I can take a break from the game and take part in this. Yeah. There's so much to The Witcher that's fascinating. Like oh, I, yeah. I try to explain to people. I'm like. It's like Game of Thrones, but there's gargoyles oh, yeah. and like it's all dark. sorts. Like it's crazy sorts. It, it's of stuff. it's like that's a really good comparison because I feel like Witchers are very similar to the Night's Watch. Yeah, yeah. In the sense of like they they are not supposed to put their hand in any of the politics. They're not supposed to care. They're yeah. just supposed to collect money. You're supposed to be really callous. Like yeah. you're supposed to be like I'm a poor man. <laughs> My daughter got kidnapped by a ghost, and you're like, you got money to pay. Yeah, um, but I just told you I'm a poor man. <laughs> like, all right, bye. Yeah. And now you're one daughter poor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, uh, but to get into the thick of it, because we got deep, and there's probably so many people listening. Like, I don't know anything. <laughs> and they trust say. us, by the end of it, you still won't. You, won't. you know what? Consider this your uh, your 13 hour tutorial, and you still don't know how I've to play the card game. I played this game 60 hours. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> well. At its base level, The Witcher is an action role-playing game developed by CD Projekt Red and published by Atari. Based on the novel series, The Witcher, by Polish author uh, Andrzej Sapolsky. Impressive. Uh, Impressive. Yeah. Like, that was good. Did you, yeah, yeah. Hey, Dan, did you beep that out? That'd be really great. <laughs> <laughs> just cursing in a different language. Yeah. None of us know it. I know, Just they, we just get this angry letter in Polish. <laughs> no, From the Polish. Signed yeah. the Polish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Signed all of us. Uh, the story takes place in medieval fantasy world and follows Geralt of Rivia, one of a uh, few traveling monster hunters who have supernatural powers known as witchers. The game's system of moral choices as part of the storyline was noted for its time-delayed consequences and lack of black-and-white morality. Yeah. So let's talk about 
the story, The Witcher. The so Witcher. it's a fantasy series of short <laughs> stories and novels about the protagonist Geralt of Rivia. In Sapowski's uh, books, witchers, are li- uh, witchers like Geralt are monster hunters who, with training and body modification, develop supernatural abilities at a young age to battle deadly beasts. The books have been adapted into film, a television series, vi- video games, and a graphic novel series. The series of novels is known as The Witcher Saga. The short stories and novels have been translated into numerous languages, Including English. <laughs> cool, cool. Did not know that until I read this in English. Uh, <laughs> the Witcher short stories by author Andrzej Sapowski were first published in Polish science fiction uh, and fantasy magazines. Fantaskia. That's, uh, you know. That's a, that's a dope name. I know, but also I like that there's like an even nerdier Shonen Jump. Where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what if we took out all the pictures and just had stories, you know? <laughs> Uh, so the first short story was uh, called Weidsman, which is The Witcher, in 1986. So this is this is an old this story. This going back. And it was written for a contest held by the magazine and won third place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, want, I want Andre to find who won fourth place, uh, first place. It was like, yeah. where's your video game? Wouldn't it be great if it was like George R.R. R. Martin? Yeah, yeah. I, was like, All right, never mind. I made Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. He was like, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. cool, cool. Number two, Ender's Game? Great. Uh, I'll great. Leave. <laughs> That would be wild. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's like, yeah, number one, number number one, J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes, <laughs> he was that. old when he ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he just resubmitted the Lord yeah. of the Rings. I don't know why they accepted it. I mean, that's all you guys out there. Your short stories could be great. We don't know. Yeah, we don't yeah. know. I know. Um, uh, the first four stories we're dealing with, Geralt of Rivia, were originally featured in a 1990s short story collection titled Weidsman, The Witcher, now out of print, uh, with Droga Z... All right, I'm going to just say what it says in English. Uh, the Road with No Return. There you go. Uh, which is set in a world before The Witcher's stories and features Geralt's mother-to-be. Uh, so... That in that does that track for you at no. all? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I followed this. I heard you. I hear what you say. When you play The Witcher Three, you're not going to think about any of this. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of in that in that zone, you know, Geralt. Really, <laughs> well, there's, there's so many different quests going on, so many different side stories, and so many different monsters you meet, like a succubus, and then you have to actually be an actor. Like, also, there's so many things going on. What's so funny is the fact that all three of us entered at the third means that we were even more out of the loop because right, yeah. by the way this the I'm a I'm a go scroll down to see when the first uh Witcher came out. So the first Witcher came out in uh 2003 4 uh, yeah what? you're you're very close. What was it on PS2? It was PC. It was PC. PC. It, was PC. it looked like fa- it looked like fable. That's, that's like the big yes. feet and that sort of thing. It looked like a fable game. That's yeah, the yeah. thing cuz like I wasn't playing PC. No, it's like if you miss PC it's like it's just kind of over. It's just games in general, yeah. right? If you miss a year, a couple years with PC, with PlayStation, with Nintendo, you just Yeah, miss it came it. out in 2007. So ah. so so that's not, PS3. Not, yeah, right? yeah. So so it and then like the third game came out. So when you think about it, the first game, 2007, and then the third game dropped, like, 2014. Yeah. That's a long period of time of lore that we're just jumping in on the third yeah, one. It's like, absolutely. let's go. But also <laughs> with books, in, too. In, that in we're two, they have different endings as well. In oh, three, yeah. there's different endings. Yeah. So yeah. to me, I'm like, what is there? You can follow the general to, idea yeah. of the story. Oh, exactly. That's why I, like, went super nerdy, and I went through the wiki to see what, 
like all what, the yeah, what the connections yes, are because like so for those who don't know when you play three it does pick up from like one and two yeah so if you don't have the save file they essentially or i think it just does it either way because i imagine it's probably hard to yeah that much time pass carry over save file but they ask you what you know what you did in the other situations yeah. mm-hmm. and if you I'm sure, like all three of us at this table, if you haven't played the first two, you're just guessing because they give you no context. Yeah. Right. They literally are like, "Did you let this person live or die?" <laughs> that person's giving you a bath, and you're naked. And they're yeah. like, "Tell me your secrets." Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, uh, yeah, it, it has a, a fun way of questioning you in this game. Yeah, but like, they gave zero context. They just gave you a name. It was like, "Did did they live or die?" Yeah. <laughs> So, like, yeah. even you coming in at three, you're like, I'm just going to roll the dice. But, yeah. I mean, it's Mass Effect. I mean, if somebody's like, I want to play Mass Effect 2 or 3, do I have to play 1? I'd be like, no, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can literally jump into those games and understand what's going on. It's so interesting to me. Like, Mass Effect was the one that came to my mind, too, because it's notorious for carrying over your save files and, like, giving you some information. Yeah. It's like, that's why everybody was so mad about the ending for 3 was yeah. because none of the choices seemed to matter at all. I mean, I, I, I feel like they... They mattered. They just didn't matter in the way people liked. Because yeah. I actually was one of the first ones who was cool with an original. But I think there's like because I think when you play a character, mm-hmm. especially when you make a character, it's a real sticking point for video game players. If you don't get to live at the end, they're yeah. like, Wait, what, what, what was I the died? point of all of that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's like that is why the story is beautiful. Is like you have to give up yourself yes. to save the union and. All these angry gamers just proved that they would not sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta sacrifice. No, I want to be like, you get that's not you, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's, but it's in, other story. And their minds are like, oh, the whole universe has to die. Well, I guess that whole universe has to die. <laughs> well, this is also a game. Again, like I brought up, like it might have been too much because I don't think it's too much. You never think it's too much. We play it now. You have to study each enemy yeah. and what their weakness is. Like, there are some enemies you oh, can't yeah. kill that's them, awesome. and you literally have to go find the book, go into it. Like, that's your saying with streaming. People are like, this is boring. And you're like, I don't know how to do the boss battle unless I yeah. read all yeah. of this. You could just see me swear at my TV screen for four hours instead <laughs> as I lose an auto save on a death loop. Oh, or we God. could read a book, guys. Knowledge is important. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, let's break down some of these characters. We've been saying names, and once again, like we said, that's that's what's so funny about this, is with stuff like this, you may leave this episode <laughs> not really understanding what the heck's going on, but at the very least, we hope to make you want to go pick the game uh, up. Again, yeah. it's like it's my first season of Game of Thrones, by the end of the first season, I had no idea what anyone's f- Yes, I had yes. no idea Leap what anyone's name Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hockey for so long, guys. Oh, my God. Did you play on the Bruins? What are we doing? I'm realizing that we swear so much on our podcast. We swear so much. But we're much. not mean. We just swear a lot. We're not vulgar. No, but off the podcast. Very we, vulgar. Very, awful, very vulgar and people. mean. Very Genuinely mean. bad so humans. So mean. Well, that's what's so funny is that, you know, I, I feel like out of the both of us, me and Danny, I have the worst potty mouth. Like I, you know, I go back to the real world because you know when you're out here in comedy, we are yeah. all just bad people. Yeah, and then you go back to the real, real world and hold a conversation, and then you'll see someone's eyes perk up because you just made a combination of swears yeah. that yeah. normally just, don't go. You're together. like, I just blew this interview. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to jail. 
Yeah, so uh, I guess I won't be able to enter this Arby's ever again. <laughs> um, Can I tell you something? That's well, a win for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll, my guts will be the judge of that. <laughs> All right. Well, it actually seems like it's time for us to go to a commercial break. <laughs> but when we get back, we're going to break down these characters. I hope you're having a good time. We are here, too. Um, did that sentence make sense? Find out after these messages. <laughs> Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, and we're back from our break. That uh, sentence totally made sense. It did. It, it totally it made sense. It, it made, made sense. Oh, yeah. uh, well, see, if you heard it here first. <laughs> back uh, with the new player has joined, folks, and we're talking about the Wisher. Uh, so first we're going to break down the name we've been saying the most, which is Geralt Rivia. Yes. Which, like, even I feel like if you're in the nerd world and you even never played the game, mm-hmm. Maybe never even heard of it, but you're a nerd. You definitely seen the hot cosplay. Oh yeah, <laughs> you've seen Superman with the wig on. You know what it looks yeah. like. You've seen this guy, uh, gray fox, long hair, gorgeous man with the scar. Cut up is Cut is up. basically a cat if it was turned into a human. That's I got, literally what I it got is. one for you. Do it. Medieval solid snake. Ooh. Yeah, that's Geralt. He is medieval solid snake. He has and, the, and how he acts and yeah, how he talks. He has the Batman voice, the yep. Alec Baldwin voice, the Will Arnett voice. Yeah. The, <laughs> I'll keep going. <laughs> so Geralt is the central character uh, 
and he is a witcher. Shortly after being born, Geralt's mother, Visenya, gave him away to undergo training and eventually become a witcher at Caer Morhen, the stronghold of the Wolf School of Witchers. Love it. Uh, which, if this doesn't go into it, I will say now, there are many different school of witchers. There's the school of the snake, and there's like one more other school. I'm if you haven't figured out, nothing is simple. It's yeah. all, there's but layers also, all of it. But also, like, getting to see the other schools involved yeah, in this really game, cool. that's super yeah, that's super cool. I said without <laughs> using the f word. Yeah, you nailed it. That I time. nailed it. I f- nailed it. <laughs> the stronghold of the Wolf School of Witches. Geralt survived numerous mutations during the trial of the Grasses, thanks to which he gained practically superhuman physical and mental abilities with minimal side effects. And it's so funny. He's literally Sting. He just meditates all day. (laughs) He gets his vials of whatever and goes sex with someone. He's just Sting. He is Sting. He's just Sting. (laughs) He resisted the changes brought on by the trial of grasses better than most, which encouraged his makers to perform even more dangerous experiments (laughs) procedures on him. Oh, well, Wolverine really took the adamantium pretty good. Let's throw him into a volcano. (laughs) Uh, and this made him lose all his body pigmentation. <laughs> so my now my new headcanon is Geralt was black. Yeah. <laughs> like he, 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 he was a black dude. <laughs> Experimented him. It's really good. No one uh, will be able to convince me otherwise. No, why would they? Uh, because of his pale skin and white hair, he is known in elder speech as Gwyn... Ble- <laughs> Gwynbleed. Listen, this is a clean podcast. (laughs) Gwynbleed, the white wolf. Despite his name, Geralt does not come from Rivia. Although he (laughs) learned how to mimic a Rivian accent and is later knighted for service to the Queen of Rivia. Young witchers were encouraged to make up surnames for themselves by Master Vesemir to make their names sound more trustworthy. He once claimed... he once claimed that his first choice was Geralt Roger Eric de Hout Belgard, but mm-hmm. this was dismissed by Vesemir as silly and pretentious. I love that, like, you know, this game also implemented code switching. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> essentially, this uh, Geralt is like any child with immigrant parents. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, He's coming in trying you... to fit in, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. are like, that's get... not actually going to work. Yeah, yeah. So, after completing his Witcher training, he received his wolf medallion, the symbol of Karamoran, and embarked into the world on his horse called Pot- Plotka. Or <laughs> which, which has the best name. I thought Literally, Witcher's... Roach. Yep. I, <laughs> I called his horse Roach. I thought Witcher's, like, all didn't have emotions. Is yeah. he the only one that has zero emotions in this game? Well, they literally kept poisoning him, yeah. so I imagine. So he it's... just, like, doesn't smile, he's never follow, happy, follow he's never sad. They took a, a happy young black boy and they they made him white. Yeah. And then they they started calling him the white wolf. Yeah. And they were like, deal with that. And he's like, mm, Yeah, exactly. I don't like this. I'm world. gonna go take it out on us. I feel like our head cannon is making it make more sense. I like it. <laughs> I'm starting to put the the trauma behind oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, he I mean he I feel like, yeah, he definitely is stoic. He is oh, essentially yeah. For the most part, John Wick. But he does smile before every sex option in the game. He's That's, like, there are so hey, many we, butts in this can game. We, can we talk about, the, are we going to get to that? that yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll segment. get to that. Okay, <laughs> cool. Okay. okay, cool. We'll get to the butts. Because when you see the herbalist for the first time, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was wild. I wasn't ready. For that. I wasn't ready. You literally walk into a hut with a woman bending over, yeah. and it's like she's wearing yoga pants in the, the in the medieval, medieval times. times. You're like what's wearing yoga pants? What developer lost a bet? <laughs> what went down that Project Red was like? Well, we gotta sneak this in. It's subtle as all hell. Uh, in uh, in our show, we have a segment called. Uh, can you guess the name of a video game based on somebody who doesn't play video games? Describes the video game to us. Where right. Jesse's girlfriend watches a video game. We have somebody come in and gives them hints based off what she notices in the game. And she said the game with all the great butts. Yeah, was like the one. that was her first. Thing. That was she the was first like, thing. Everybody's butt is the same. Is how she described yes. The Witcher Three, and she was correct. She's absolutely correct. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to go play again. Tonight. <laughs> really, really get it in. Uh, even though Geralt did not believe in destiny, he unknowingly demanded the unborn child of Princess Pavetta and her husband Dooney as a reward for his services by invoking the law of surprise. The child turned out to be a girl, Ciri, otherwise known as Ziri, coming from elder speech in the wor- word Ziriel, meaning swallow. At first, Geralt d- did not take her because women cannot become witchers. However, fate or blind chance caused Geralt and Ciri to cross the pass thrice, and after the death of her grandmother, Queen uh, Calanth of Centria, Geralt ends up taking the girl into his care, training and loving her as his own daughter. Just want, just want to say, Geralt says uh, swallow way too much in this game. <laughs> way if, too if much. You in don't, his voice. If you don't know the backstory of that name, it's it's like it is so confusing <laughs> because he says it so tenderly All so many times. times, and you're just like Swallow. What's what's happening here? <laughs> he like writes it on a sword for her. Yeah. Following the short stories, the novel unfold uh, as Geralt is pulled into a whirlwind of events in his attempt to protect Ciri from those who would do her harm, becoming reluctantly embroiled in the political contentions of monarchs and emperors. Uh, and then there's an analysis on Geralt, which I'm going <laughs> to skip because I think we already gave our analysis. Yeah, I think we figured he it out. He plays cards and smashes. That's all he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we have Yennefer, who uh, this is info that uh, – see, there's just so much info it's in so, this rich game. I was game. trying to explain. It's so it's deep. So much. The lore is so deep, and you need – surface level to really appreciate the game oh, yeah. and then the deeper you go there's you're like okay now i love it like i the game to me is like my daughter's missing i'm trying to find her like yeah. that's the easiest way oh, i yeah. can explain it to anyone oh, like yeah. there's all this backstory i could explain to you it does not matter it's a man looking for his yeah. daughter it'll enrich it but if you start there it's still awesome yeah because yeah. because the it's yennefer born on bellatine and 1173. <laughs> Everyone's gorgeous. Yeah. Everyone's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. I Because I need to touch on this before we go on. No. The main characters and the named characters yes, are gorgeous. Okay. Everybody, every NPC in this game okay, is right. hideous. Missing teeth. Every single male NPC looks like they are disguising a horrible haircut by wearing a wig of a worse haircut. <laughs> they are god-awful ugly. It is so funny. They have bowl cuts that extend an inch past their scalp. I don't know how it works. It is amazing how ugly these men are. So anyone who's not an NPC is gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gorgeous. So we have... <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to get that out. <laughs> so was a sorceress who lived in Werneberg, the capital of Adirn. They're giving me all these city names. Yeah. Again, it's Game of Thrones. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's just words. Uh, she was Geralt of Rivia's true love and mother figure to Ciri, whom she viewed like a daughter to the point that she did everything she could to rescue the girl and keep her from harm. She helped advise King Demerverin of Adirn. 
though never was a formal royal advisor. A close friend of Triss Marigold and the youngest member of the Supreme Council of Sorcerers within the Brotherhood of Sorcerers, after its fall, the Lodge of Sorceresses attempted to recruit her, but they didn't see eye to eye as the Lodge wanted to advance their own political agenda by using Siri. In the third game, Yennefer is one of the main characters, as voiced by Denise Go. Her face was originally intended to be based on a 3D scan of Polish model Claudio Robel. However, after initial in-game tests, the developers decided to reshape the face in order to give Yennefer a colder and meaner look. I love that. Her first appearance is in the opening cinematic, wherein she is escaping from a battle between the Nilfgaardian and Northern forces. Probably one of the best cutscenes I've seen on PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Having recovered most of her memory, she's agreed to serve the Emperor Emperor's interest in the hunt for Ciri. There's also a free DLC which gives Yennefer an alternate outfit. I don't. <laughs> gotta, gotta put that in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is her my, butt looks different. That, that is my that favorite in. thing that every game does. And I was like, would you like a different outfit? And, and everyone's like, no, I don't. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason they do it. Yeah. So so who did you... So this is one of the like two main romance uh, options yes. in the game. So did you go with Yennefer or did you go the other Triss way? Triss or Yennefer. Yeah. Well, because you, you see Yennefer first, but then Triss is the is the only time you actually get to probably hook up well, with Triss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, well, the thing is this. You see Yennefer... You get all that romance, yeah. and then she dips. She, she bails. Yeah. And then Triss pops up. It really is like a test of loyalty. She she, she ditches, but she doesn't just... She, the backstory of this is that uh, Geralt had... Or Geralt, I never I never pronounce it correctly. Eris, Ares. Eris, Ares, whatever. Aerith. Um, loses his memory when he's with yeah. Yennefer, and then finds Triss, and forgetting that Yennefer exists because there's like some charm put over him, he hooks up with Triss. And then when the charm is lifted, he's like, oh, no. See, see, I, I hooked up with the mage first. I forget what her name Triss. is. No, no, no. There's another one. That's, oh. She's blonde, and she's in the woods, and you go with her, and you fight the first boss, oh. essentially. You go into the dungeon with her. You can, like, hook up with her if you keep talking. That's her, not basically. Triss? No, Triss is the redhead. Triss comes, wait, no, Triss is the blonde. Wait, no, 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 Triss no, no. does come later. Yeah, I Triss know. Triss is the redhead. Yeah, yeah, the blonde. That's the one that I ended up romancing, but then I went back to Yennefer. I was like, forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive yeah. me. And also the the uh, that that uh, that Boudreaux of all those women also forgive all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I am such a cornball when it comes to game. When it's romancing, I stay I stay the course. Like, oh my god! I, I didn't go to any of the brothels. Yep. They were like tempting me, and I was like, no. <laughs> see, Iffy, this is a video game. <laughs> <laughs> we talk like, about this all the time. When I played Persona Five, I dated one person and only one person. Yeah, yeah. Until and, you realize you need to be doing all those people. Well, until I wanted the the achievement, so. <laughs> you get an achievement in the yeah, game. If, you, if the game will tell me, good job, you're a good boy, yeah, yeah. I'll date everybody. <laughs> but yeah, no, me, I'm so strict on myself. Me if too. I romance someone in a game, I, I do not. I feel guilty yeah, if, yeah. I, if I stray. Okay, th this game too. The sex, this is the first video game I've played where they're like, change positions. Here's them having oh, yeah, sex. Like, yeah. you see Everything. It's they're a naked. Lot. You yeah. see boobs for the first time. Like they, they don't. There's no warning. I want to. I, I for the first time. It's when I saw boobs for the no, first. No, but like, <laughs> legitimately, go from Grand Theft Auto. Go all the, there's no warning. Well, that's being, what's like, so funny is yeah. The, if you think of how far we come from like Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> about to age yourself. About to age yourself. Uh, no, that's just a unfortunate uh, pun. Uh, <laughs> but if you think of how far we've come from like. When there was that hot coffee just mod you can get in GTA San Andreas. Oh, yeah. And it was such 
a controversy and yeah, they had to like patch the it. News. And then to like we are literally part of the game is banging. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so, part of it. A big yeah, part a big of part it. Of, if you ask people what this game is about, they're like, oh yeah, that's Silver Fox. He smashes and then he cuts. That's what he does. <laughs> he's either smashing or he's got a sword and, out. Whatever. And as the time goes on, you can grow a beard, your hair gets longer, you can trim all that stuff up, how you can want to look and all that sort of things. Like there's so much to this game. So yeah. much depth. So yeah, that was uh, but but so Jennifer was my I I mean you, I will always fall for the thick goth bang. Like that, <laughs> that's just she's awesome. She's really cool. I will never be able to resist that ever in any circumstance. Any um, any woman character that shows up in a game and it's just like, hey, I'm gonna call you on your crap and yeah. I'm gonna peace. I'm like, oh, I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> all right. Uh, so then we have Siri, uh, who is the child uh, figure who we've been chasing across the world, yeah. <laughs> uh, whose whole name is Cerilia Fiona Ellen Rhiannon. Uh, what can po- what can I possibly say about her? <laughs> oh, this is like this is like a, uh, from the game. Like yeah. this is this is the the, the is text about the character her. description. Yeah, yeah. Um, that we call her Siri for short. That she was born in twelve fifty one. That she has ashen hair and a scar on her cheek. All true. And that's the Cerulea I know best, one I first laid eyes on those many years ago, the one who seemed thoroughly, well, not ordinary, but certainly not as extraordinary as she, in fact, is. For Cerulea is also a highly skilled witcher, heiress to several thrones, the last bearer of the elder blood, a powerful source endowed with exceptional magic talent, and the lady of time and space. Her hair color and date and birth seem rather, rather incidental now, don't they? I could all tell you that she is Geralt's adopted daughter, but that would be a gross simplification. Siri is much more. She is his destiny, his unexpected child, someone bound to the Witcher by fate's most inextricably tangled fetters. Following age-old Witcher tradition, Geralt took Siri to Kaer Morin when she came into his care. There, he and Vesemir taught her the ways of the professional monster slayer. It was then that her magic talents were first revealed and they discovered she was a source. Uh, Siri's gift proved a curse as well. Because of it, she would one day have to hide from the entire world, even Geralt. It's a ruse. So, it's a ruse. It's a ruse. <laughs> it's a ruse. Uh, Vesemir's really the point of the whole game. Uh, <laughs> he's going to chill, drink beers with an old guy. Uh, no, Siri is like the whole point of the game. It's like the whole secret thing. You all yeah. think about Geralt, but really it's like Siri's, Siri's way amazing. stronger. Yep. She's way more powerful. She's way more fun to play as, basically. Yeah. It's like yeah. you have a souped-up version of Geralt. Basically. You know what it is? You play as Wolverine, but she's Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, it, like, it, even in the moment, like, she has the mental freak out oh, yeah. where her power really shows you like, Oh my God, this person well, that, is overwhelming. And, and that's the crazy thing is that that space time is a very big thing. She can travel through time. Yeah. And that's why everyone's wondering if she's going to make an appearance in cyberpunk. There like, you, Oh, for real. Like, like not even that. like a solid like one, but maybe an Easter egg. Yeah. And I think that would be super cool. Like even if she's like in the background, like that huh? would be dope. Just, just like, Tending bar somewhere, you just yeah. order a drink from her once. Yeah, that would be so. And you just so never good. see her again. Just based off of Witcher Three, I am so excited for that cyberpunk. So oh yeah, like, because I, now we're like that. Like that is my. I love it. Yeah, know? like and the fact that's like you get to make Blade Runner now with technology advancements, and you get to do with the depth that you have with The Witcher. Yeah. Like oh I am God, so on board. So I'm so excited. I mean, if you've played The Witcher Three, you know why it's taking so long. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be so much augmentation and all that. The driving looks really good too which yeah. I was I was very curious about that because 
you know, open world in like a fantasy medieval setting mm-hmm. is very much different than like open world in a more uh, you know future. You crash into things. Well, all you that can sort crash of stuff. into things, and also there's a lot more traffic, like yeah. horse traffic. I mean, <laughs> I, I can t- it's just a field and you're riding a horse. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, fun fact about LA back in the 1800s it's to huge. get from horseback yeah. from Santa Monica to here during oh. 4 p.m. It was packed. Oh, yeah, there yeah. were horses everywhere yeah, yeah. on the freeway. Oh my gosh! And don't get me uh, started on the smog, which was the, <laughs> the which horse was the smog. Stink clouds from the poop. Uh, so the last character we'll discuss before really diving into this game uh, is Triss Marigold. Triss Marigold of Maribor was a legendary Tamarian sorceress of the 13th century called 14th of the Hill by her contemporaries because she was erroneously thought to have been killed during the Battle of Sodden Hill. She passed into history as Marigold the Fearless, a member of the King Fultest Royal Council, along with Furcart and Kira Metz. Kira Metz is the one that you banged. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Kira so, Metz, thank you. It is you. so funny to interject in all of this like deep, deep lore that is written very well and at times very beautifully to be like, oh, that's the one that, that, that that's you banged. That's who you banged. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. person that's that you banged. I couldn't with. remember her name. Thank yeah, you yeah. so much. Yeah, just, thank go you back, so much. Go back to sounding like we're working on the dog. She's <laughs> like, oh, that's who you banged. Oh, yeah, though. good, good, good. Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> As well as a founding member of the Lodge of Sorceresses, she was involved in politics for most of her life. She's friends with Yennefer and Witcher of Geralt of Rivia, but also unhappily in love with the latter. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, Triss took care of Ciri at Caramorn for some time. It is like an older sister to her. It was through her intervention that Ciri was not subjected to harmful hormone changes at h- hormone changes at Caramorhen, stripping her of her secondary gender traits. She was a skilled healer and carried uh, with her many magical potions, but she never uses them on herself because ironically, she was allergic to potions. That's so funny. (laughs) She was also quite a powerful maid, certainly when it counted to most. She wore an amulet sapphire overlaid with silver. That, that just sentence is always allergic to potions. Like, no, no, that, that's like are... being like I'm allergic to juice. Yeah, exactly. What, what is it? What, 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 what juice? What, There's tons of ingredients. I mean, you yeah. hyped her up pretty hard, and that's how you end it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but she's a, it, she doesn't sample her own goods. Yeah. That's oh. just it's a chef going. Ah, I I can't eat food. Yeah, she, she gets sinus infections a lot. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, Triss is great because she's part of this like extremely big love triangle that yeah. you get in. And what sucks for anyone who's like me. I was already so committed to Yennefer that by the time I met Trish, I was like, hey, hey, dude. Hey, yeah. hey bro. What's going on? Hey, yeah. hey what's, going, what's going on with you? Hello, hey, platonic hey, person. Hey, what's wow. up, my guy? Hey, uh, tap hugs. I'm into tap hey. hugs now. Do you want to you hang out in a group? Oh, man. I love that you are like a sister to me. Uh, <laughs> but everybody, I thought that too. But then they're like, you can't have kids. I'm like. I can't have kids. Like that sort of thing. <laughs> you went right to the voice to do it. Oh, I don't know that there's something that there's anything you can say in that voice that doesn't sound awesome. That doesn't sound that awesome. That doesn't sound awesome. I bought uh, some scratch tickets yesterday. <laughs> oh my I, god. I, I thought I was allowed to park at this Costco. <laughs> hey, I need some more. Pills for my irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was kind of kick-ass. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> Still, you're like, yeah. You're taking you're, care of it, man. Yeah, yeah. You're man, working those, on it. Yeah. Those bowels sound irritable as hell. All right. So we have to take another break. And in this break, we are, after this break, we are, we're, we have a huge feat ahead of us. Because okay. we are 
going to dive into explaining one, two, and three. Oh and, uh, you know, kind of giving our last thoughts before wrapping up and talking about this this show that's coming out with Henry Cavill as... <laughs> it's clearly Geralt. Superman with a wig on. It's clearly it's... Superman with a wig on. That's <laughs> all it is. Not gonna... Be good. Be Gosh, good. Uh, the, I mean, What's I'm, the word looking, I'm looking at for? the casting and it's really not... Nah. Go. All, it just everyone is all of the like. Oh. I just look at the side by side of Jennifer and Siri, and they're both just too young. Wait, guys, yeah. I just I just found the one sentence he can say that what? doesn't sound cool. I'm gonna be played by Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But we'll get into all of that after these messages. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, and welcome back. You listen to Nerdificent. So I, I meant to say X, a new player has joined. You know, like you remember Street Fighter X Tekken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that mean we have to fight you. Uh, we're yeah. gonna lose. We're gonna lose. We're gonna, we're gonna, lose. We're gonna lose. We'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm weakened by all these Lacroix I've created. <laughs> Are you allergic That's, to your potions? Yeah, yeah. It's like those those MMO missions that you get that you keep forgetting to read, where you're like, use this item to weaken the enemy yeah, before yeah. you fight him. You're like, why is this guy you're beating like, me up? You're like, oh, right, shut right, right. up, and why is this thing in my bag that won't go away? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, so um. So yeah, Witcher one came out. It came out to uh, mostly positive reviews. Like on Metacritic, it has eighty one out of a hundred, uh, and it's it you know it kind of kicked the whole thing off. And it uh, really had uh, the Aurora engine rocket in it, and it was uh, 
it kind of worked exactly as the developers envision and rather using a tile based system. Um, all right. So which one, what's real fun is we've kept making the mass effect, uh, comparison. Yeah. So Witcher one used Bioware's proprietary Aurora engine. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh in the console version ended up not being released until two thousand nine. Damn. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it came out in two thousand seven. Uh you were able to get it on console on two thousand nine, and I'm sure that kinda came with like I don't want to say no fanfare. I'm just saying I didn't hear about it. And that's, this game is definitely something I would have been into. That's usually the opposite. Usually yeah. it's like console and then PC oh, yeah. nev- it most likely never comes out. Yeah. yeah. So, but it, it was, uh, you know, it's just like we we're saying, it followed Geralt, uh, and it talk, it, and it follows him where he, uh, you can go to down three different paths that affects the game storyline, mm-hmm. and it's with, uh, alliance with the Societale, a gorilla, a gorilla freedom fighting group of elves and other non-humans, an alliance with the Order of the Flaming Rose, whose knight protect the country of Temeria, or an alliance with neither group to maintain Witcher neutrality. And uh, and that's kind of what you went down. Just another yeah. one of those choices that kind of uh, kind of determine your whole story. And what's cool is like you know the the big war that's actually happening in three is the Temerian War. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and what and what's funny about it is they really want you to keep this neutral stance, but the Nilf Guardians are so just obviously evil. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're all like, wearing black yeah. and they look like vampires yeah. a little bit. Because I, I was like, I, I will try and be neutral. And then you got this dude talking smack to you, Emir. I was like, I can't wait to kill you. Yeah. Like, I'm going <laughs> right like, off the bat. And that's the number one thing. That's why, like, any video game that's like open world, you can do what you want. It's mm-hmm. like, don't talk spicy to me. I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, like, I will kill you every time. He's a very impressive homeless man. <laughs> he goes everywhere, talks to you in detail, and then after is like, he's like, you're a piece of <laughs> Bleep me out, everybody. Uh, no, he's like, Geralt's like, you're a terrible man, you're this, you're that, and he's like, okay, do you have any money? Like, that's all it is, no matter what. Like, yeah. I don't care what you have to it's say It's very about hard me. to emotionally hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so then Witcher 2 comes out, The Assassin of Kings, and uh, the gameplay of Witcher 2 it kind of uh, splits a bit. Combat is more complex, uh, and it has additions in the form of abilities to lay traps and aim and throw ranged weapons. And uh, Geralt has an improved offensive and defensive arsenal with a wild range of melee and ranged weapons, armors, bombs, traps, and secondary weapons such as hatchets and shovels. Upgrades are divided into four distinct paths, an initial training path, which includes generalized upgrades for various core abilities and must be invested in before other paths can be accessed. Swordsmanship, which improves Geralt's sword fighting abilities. Alchemy, which uh, includes perks such as reducing the negative effects of potion magic, which improve Witcher signs, uh, which by three is insane. Like, yeah, yeah the, the tree alone in Witcher 3 is so intense and... It, it's so funny because I just kept it simple. I just boosted attack yeah. and just didn't worry about potions. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because you get overwhelmed. It's so oh, yeah. hard to build well, a character effectively without planning for hours. Also, in this game, has uh, there's a system in The Witcher called Toxicity. 
So every time you take a potion, it poisons you essentially. Mm-hmm. So you, unless you're boosting that up so that you're getting less toxicity, like it's never really worth it for me. But like you were saying, there are some bosses where you have to take specific yeah. potions. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I guess I'll work on that alchemy tree a bit. And then so your hard. weapons become dull very yeah. fast. Oh my gosh. So everything is constantly like updating, getting oh, new man. weapons, getting new gear. Yeah. And then realizing like, oh, I'm doing a bad job at collecting gear because there's so much going on. You can go have people build special gear for you. Yeah. But there's so much oh my gosh yeah and there's whole like quest chains you can go down to get more armor but everything also is expensive and then you're wondering how you're gonna make money and then you're like oh the the main way for you to gain income in this game is doing these witcher missions yes so then you're doing this whole other side thing It's it's a hustle. Yeah. It feels like real life and that you're just like oh man I'm working so much just to eat right now. You have two swords Yep. You have to switch back and forth without There's, even knowing you have to switch back and forth. If that was the only mechanic that was like the crux of this game, I'd be like, that's awesome. It's challenging and it's thoughtful. That's the first thing that happens. And then the rest of the game, so much more. <laughs> <laughs> and just so just so you know, you, you mentioned this earlier. Yeah. Uh so I want to point it out is uh, the the game said that it uh, it's been said that the game drew influences which are two from Demon Souls which was the first iteration of Dark Souls, yep. uh, Heavy Rain and Batman Arkham Asylum and I feel that I yes. feel all it's heavy every it bit of those is games. a detective game yes. through and through yes. like when you're a Witcher it's like you are putting the game on pause to now go discover a monster or what have you, and you might even not even kill the monster. You might yeah. not even just like go about your way. But Jason, every... Jason, Jason, <laughs> Jason, Jason, that video Jason? should be twelve hours long. Jason, <laughs> Jason, that character ended up in Red Dead Redemption too. Uh... <laughs> Colin, 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 Colin. <laughs> Is it Gavin? I forget. Yeah, it's Gavin, but it's fine. It's the same thing. <laughs> Those guys are all over LA. So now we have Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. And I feel like what made it such a hit, even to people who are new to The Witcher, is it had a lot of fantasy elements that are familiar. Because The Wild mm-hmm. Hunt are chasing Siri because they want to use her power. Yes. And The Wild Hunt feel like the Nazgul. They yes. feel like yes. the, the they essentially are the Nazgul. Like I was like, oh, we're killing the Nazgul, and it was cool because they will pull up to a place, mm-hmm. decimate it, and like their big like bad guy cool thing is that it would be cold. Yes, <laughs> like so it's just it's just the uh, it's, a it's just the Night King, it's the Night, it's the Night yeah. King, and the Nazgul with the yeah. Nazgul. And so they pull up, and everything would be covered in snow, and it was like really cool and creepy. And those dogs were the worst. <laughs> Fighting them was a pain, but like all the story elements of it was really great. Yeah, they were very imposing. Like just just to see them visually is incredibly imposing. And then their strength and power throughout the game is it's brutal. Yeah, and there's like little little tidbits of uh, like when they were kind of like building it out because like I, I guess with the first playthrough. Uh, it indicated that uh, that the open world, despite its content and generation around the quest, seemed empty. And as a solution, they yeah. added like points of interest to kind of help you uh, get to places. And, and originally, the game had five thousand bugs. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can that. see and that's that. why it had to be postponed. I it sounds like uh, player unknown battlegrounds. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> look, I love you, PUBG, but <laughs> that was just too good to pass up. Um. 
There's it's, it's so massive that it would be it'd be almost impossible to imagine yeah. this without that much. Problem. And yet again, the game director Conrad Tom- Th- Thomas Kiewitz and senior game designer uh, da- uh, Damien Monier cited Dark Souls and Demon Souls mm-hmm. as influences on yeah, the combat system. Absolutely. Yeah. It felt like that yeah. completely. And I was like, man, it really did. Like, there's that's, a lot of rolling. Yeah. There's a lot of rolling and parry things, block. And yeah, you would timing. think, you know, leveling up would make things not hurt as much. Nope, no, you're uh, still getting the smack smacked. Th- this is the only game I know of where like the soldiers that are around can just kick the. Sh- like, yeah, they can just kill you. They can just kill you. Kill you. They can kill like, you. They like, don't bleep that out, yeah, yeah. but they can kill you. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. In most games, you can just bully like anyone. The, yeah, but in this game, they're like, "What?" <laughs> just like, push you down, and you're done. Like I remember when I first tried to do do the playthrough, and yeah, so you do this mission for Nilfgaardian, and he's like, and you find like it's it's crazy because. Like, it's such a good storytelling element. And, like, it's when you have to kill the griffin. Mm-hmm. When you first meet him, he's, like, telling, like, Geralt that the Nilfgaardians are actually good. And the, the um, there's, like, a farmer of their newly taken over territory who's, like, oh, sorry, I don't have anything. He's, like, it's fine. You can come back. Yeah. You know, just mm-hmm. you need time. And, you know, you need to eat. And we need to eat. We're here to take care of you. And then by the time you're done with the mission, you come back. And he's like, that same farmer's there. And he's like, what is this? This is rotted. He was like, I'm sorry, I can't. He was like, nah, you got to get lashes, boy. Yep. Like, he totally flips. And you get to see yeah. that wild. And, like, Geralt kind of is like, oh, the nice guy act is up. And he's like, and then he says some disrespectful stuff. So, initially, because in the way I work in most of these games, I slashed him. Yeah. Uh, and not only did the slash not kill him, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm in Nilfgaardian territory. And there's, like... 20 soldiers messing you up yeah ready to ready to just take me out it's this game is adult skyrim it's like and what is skyrim it's little uh little, 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 child, little, little child witcher okay yeah <laughs> okay. okay but this is skyrim with consequences and like actual yeah, difficulty this is skyrim with depth yeah, yeah. That's and the, layers that's that is the funny thing cuz like yeah in a game of skyrim there's a point where you can go and slaughter a whole town exactly. and, and and no one can do anything but this one is like oh no it's because it's almost like that balance of almost like something I noticed with John Wick. Yeah. Uh, John Wick is the best assassin bar none. Yeah. We know no, no one can stop him. No one can beat him, but they can. Yeah, <laughs> they, exactly. They just don't, they don't catch quite him get there. They don't quite get there, but they, there are moments where it's like, Oh, they are about to kill him. Yes. And then he just barely pulls out. Yeah. And that's, I think, what makes John Wick so interesting is it it is like about this like overpowered person. Yeah. But they you give the moments human. to. You're still yeah, human. Yeah. It really shows, like, especially, um, you know, not, I don't, I don't want to get into specifics of three, but like there's points in there where you're like, <laughs> it looks like you ain't going to win. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, but like, and then he does. And so. I feel like that is the experience in Witcher, where it's like, yeah, you're the main character of the story. Yeah, you're strong, but anyone can take you on because everyone has swords. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You you are a man with two swords. Here are 20 men with one sword. And what is your strategy to beat the game? Because your strategy might be a terrible strategy. You might not even realize it, that sort of thing. And like going up the skills tree, fighting the first boss, these Narzargul dudes, basically it's like it's impossible to 
kill them if you're not even good at the game initially. Yeah. Like you can't. It's not Kingdom Hearts. You're not gonna slash them, slash them, oh, slash yeah. them until you get there. It's like you have to figure out your timing. Then you have to figure out uh, which potions you're gonna want to use, what magic skills you want to use, what actual magic skills you want to build up. I did Igni all the way because oh, I just yeah. wanted to go fire. Ig- Igni slaps. Anyone who's around <laughs> me in the area, you get set on fire, and I delay you for at least one or two seconds, oh, yeah. and then I can attack you. That delay is clutch. It's clutch, but you don't realize how much you need something like that yeah. in this game because it's so it's hard to heal yourself if you oh, don't yeah. have potions. Oh, you're yeah. constantly eating food, and even <laughs> even trying to understand the inventory system of how to heal yourself mid game and do all those sorts of things because it's up arrow and down arrow on analog on your controller. So see, like, I was playing on mouse and keyboard. See, there you go. this is this is keeps happening to me with games, and I miss PC gaming so much. Of how many games I've played that I'm like. Oh, I'm not good at this because I don't have a PC. Yeah. Like well, Fortnite or... Well, that's what's so funny is my friend said, because uh, this was before I joined the Master Race, um, we played uh, Dragon Age. Yeah. And looking at someone on... I remember I was looking up a video and looking at how people on PC played Dragon Age was a whole different yeah. yeah. Because it was literally like a turn-based thing where they go, stop, we're doing yep. this, we're doing this, we're doing... I was like... Oh, we're not doing that with the controller. Yeah, we yeah, have an going. option. Yeah, yeah we don't going. have the option to do that. Yeah. But PC is like, no, boop. I'm gonna do this spell. I'm gonna plan that. Yeah, click, yeah. Click, and click. by Inquisition, they were like, you can do both. And everybody on PC was stopping, and everybody on console was going. Yeah. It was crazy. It's nuts. So everybody get those ten thousand dollars. Buy yourself a PC computer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do the whole thing. You can you can get make a budget boy, but yeah, if you, <laughs> you want to be playing on the best settings, looking at because it really is like our. Every time I'll see, like, I'll be like, man, because I have, you know, this big PC, you know, with the Corsair carbide case, Corsair, <laughs> Corsair cooler, you know, uh, you know, four Corsair RGB <laughs> Ram sticks. They sponsor you? Yeah, they, you they sponsor me. Uh, <laughs> but they, but like, I'll be like, man, is it worth it? And then like, I'll play a game and it just looks it's so, so good. so much smoother. Like, harder. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, now I get why they say Master Race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that's pretty much three. You know, I I think it's still worth picking up. It's even, oh, yeah. And it, you can probably find it for really cheap right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I got it for, like, 25 bucks. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and the DLC is free. Yeah, it came yeah. with both the DLCs attached. It's free. And, again, guys, I'd argue this is up, definitely up there with God of War 5, yes. uh, Spider-Man. Yes. This t- and this came out right when PlayStation 4 came out. So this game stands the test of oh, time, yeah. in my opinion. Also, if you just want to jump into a game, jump into a world and be like, I just want to, I'm having a bad week, I'm having yeah. a bad month, I'm going through a breakup, jump into the world. Yeah, or even, like, I feel like, you know, no matter how you felt about how it ended, if you, like, watched Game of Thrones and was like, I want like that. say experience yeah. like it truly does like mirror that type of world yeah, just does. with the conflict between the Nilfgaardians and the uh, Temerians and you can choose whatever side yeah. you want or stay completely neutral like you and have every it just the, just the freedom within that because that alone changes the course of so much yeah yeah I mean this game has a few different endings and they're all they're all really well written yeah and like your choices matter it at the at the end of the day you know, you play so many games where like we have multiple endings, and you feel like, yeah, but they're all kind of basically the same, and there's not really a huge difference. In this game, it's like 
the the variation at the end is very notable. Oh yeah, and it is emotionally impactful. Oh yeah, it's great. It's so well produced. The whole thing just works. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you've already played this and you're like wondering something that another kind of story experience that does that pretty well, uh, Dishonored. I yeah, really okay, liked. Yeah. I don't know if you've played Dishonored. I haven't I, played the whole way through. Uh, I played. I think I came in at one. I haven't played two yet, but one. Two really like your choices matter because because if you decide to because you have the option to kill people or do it without killing yeah and that does change how your ending like goes so it's like very it's so that's the best i'm a hero you murdered thousands of people (laughs) (laughs) well it kind of yeah it's pretty much yeah it's like you murder you just murder because essentially it, it and it really does because of that it really does like kind of like play that part that games don't ever play with. Yeah. Which is the fact of like, okay, if you're in a story situation mm-hmm. where there has been a unfair uh, removal of power, everyone below you is not responsible for it. Yeah. They're just kind of falling in line. Yeah. So everyone you kill is technically innocent. Yeah. To get to the per the the actual bad person. Yeah. They're just going, you know, they're just in the rank and file, foul, uh, rank and file, trying to, yeah, just get their paycheck, and you're just murdering them because they're just doing their job of being like, hey, (laughs) I have to tell the king that you're here because he doesn't want to die. Yeah. Hey, I forgot in Dishonored at the end of the game, you have to apologize to all these children at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how many bosses you kill, there's an orphanage. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, loads in. Listen, we joke about this, but... Who here played Snake Eater? Because one of the bosses is literally just you walk down a river of the dead, and if you kill nobody, you just walk down this river. And if you kill a lot of people, you have to avoid all these ghosts, and they drain you of their health, and they're trying to march at you and grab you. What? Yeah. That's wild. It's a, it's a great game. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, now that, you know, there's the, the next thing up is uh, there's going to be the fantasy uh, TV drama of The Witcher. <laughs> Created by Dude. Lauren Schmidt Hisrich uh, for Netflix, and it's based on the book series, uh, not necessarily the game. And uh, you know, it, it's you know, I there was one video mm-hmm. picture that kind of leaked recently yeah. that that looked pretty good, but what I'm seeing in this doc right here, it just the I don't know what it is. I think maybe it's just too bushy of a beard. Like it's it looks too, very fake. He yeah. just he just looks fake. It just looks bad. They yeah. they chose a wrong person to play the character. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong. Unless he just kills it and they just did a bad job with makeup or costumes or whatever. But it's just hard to do video game movies, television shows. I mean, in already general. this Jennifer, and I feel like I am gonna she be. She looks extremely, like she's sixteen. Yeah. I'm gonna be extremely biased because I was in love with this one. <laughs> and I, still are. Yeah, yeah. You still are. You know, I I you know, talk about first video game crush. I was like <laughs> in it, you know. Yeah, man. I mean if they're able to do the monsters really well, if they actually develop a good story that we're all interested that's, in. That's the thing to me is do they touch the moral ambiguity? Or are they just gonna go straight for, for like, sex and monsters? Yeah, in which case yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I the reason I loved Game of Thrones for so long is because they had that gray area that I was like, this is interesting, this is complex, and that's what makes The Witcher Three such an interesting game too. I know that's that's gonna be very interesting because yeah, you're gonna have this guy who can't really step in; it's against his code. Yeah. So we'll see. 
Uh, but yeah, no, I'm super excited either way just to see it. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, uh, I'm but... happy video game culture has gotten to this point. We're finally getting to see movies oh, yeah. and television I mean, shows. And well, off. you know, since we kind of uh, are wrapping up on The Witcher and there's not much we can say about the TV show because there's not much that really came out and we really got the game top to bottom. I have been asking myself, and I'm going to extend the question to you, if Detective Pikachu is the first good video game movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard great things. The reviews things. are that it's, here's the thing. I don't think it's going to be like, this movie's perfect, but I yeah. think it's going to be like, this was a really good movie. Well, see, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'm wondering, is it the first good video yes, game Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. No, it what, is. Well, what else would he I've seen contention? every Resident Evil movie bad. i've seen so mario the brothers the first one bad. wasn't that bad. it wasn't that bad but if you just look at all of them you're like these are bad movies <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they like let us not forget assassin's creed <laughs> uh, sonic's coming out uh <laughs> assassin's creed like you said um there's no video game world of warcraft that oh, came man. out they all make money yep. they all make money that's yeah. it but the critically would you want to watch it over and over again no people watch mario brothers because it's bad it, warcraft could have done it but they rushed it because they wanted to get to the cool stuff. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. the problem that, you know, I, I keep saying. And, I'm, and I'm t- I promise you, I actually do really like DC. I love the folks over there. Yeah. But DC, that's where they misstepped into their uh, cinematic universe is they were trying to rush to the Justice League yeah. instead of doing the slow burn. If yeah. you would have just did, like, your solid Superman, Make Batman. Make them stand on their own. Or, yeah. But we just really were, you can tell they were gunning towards Let's it. get to hell scream already. Yeah. Like that's yeah. really- <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, so, so and, and same, because, like, the moment in Green Lantern when we started talking about Sinestro becoming a Yellow Lantern, Lantern I was like, do you understand how many years of buildup it was to get to the <laughs> Lantern War that you shoved into this movie? There was yeah. no way. Are you hearing us, Game of Thrones Season 8? Are you, you hearing, hearing us? us? Are you hearing, hearing us? us? Leave a water ball on I mean, set, and you think that's the problem? No, it's not the problem. I mean, that was, but that's that's what happens when you like you knew it. But but we all know what happened when when you hear that these the David Weiss and company are getting Marvel money. They're like, yeah, yeah no, we're done. Yeah, we're, we're out. out. <laughs> like they they probably weren't even in the office. No, they're, <laughs> they're gone. They're yeah. like, y'all, sorry, I'm over here, like chopping it up with the Russos. <laughs> I'm out. Don't, yeah, don't. <laughs> They're calling them for like, hey, guys, can we get some notes on this? No. They literally just buy burner phones and set up a voicemail account where when you call it, it says, nah, and yeah. then it hangs up on you. I, I, t- I take it back. Mortal Kombat, greatest video game movie uh, <laughs> ever made. All right, well, on was, that note. Uh... There, there was one really good. It was a TV show. It wasn't a movie. Um, And it was it was based on The Last of Us. I think it was called The Walking Dead. There you go. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Where can people find y'all? Uh, guys, if you want to follow us online. Uh, on Instagram or Twitter, it's at New Player Pod. And to listen to New Player Has Joined, you know, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, any, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, we talk to celebrities, Iffy, uh, about their favorite video games, go into detail, talk yep. about what it was like when they were kids. Iffy was on our show for Monster Hunter It World. was a fantastic episode. Uh, but we have all sorts of fun people, and we talk all sorts of fun games, and you can follow us, yeah, anywhere New Player Has what, Joined. What was Danny's episode? What am I? Dan? Uh, Danny's episode... Oh, Danny did Diddy Kong Racing. He did Diddy Kong Racing. That was great. Uh, it was great. But yeah, come check yeah, us out. That, yeah. that slapped as well. Uh, 
And you know me, Ify Wadiway, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E on Twitter and Instagram, Ifdies on Twitch. Thank you so much for those Twitch Prime slubs and hitting that hashtag Nerdificent. Make sure you come back every month to give me that Twitch Prime sub. You just need to visit <laughs> me once a month. Just drop that Twitch Prime sub. I'm, I've been gaming. I was playing Apex Legends today. I'm always playing something fun. Uh, also, if you want to get in the Discord, it's discord.gg slash Salt Squad, S-A-L-T-S-Q-U-A-D. You put it in your browser, and then it let, links you to the Discord. That's how you join. We're having lots of conversations on there. We, the community is growing. It's filled with lots of dope people. I got to shout out everyone in there, you know, um, added tons of different rooms. We're talking fitness in there. We're talking clothing, mental health, all the good stuff. Letting people, just building a strong community and everyone's helping each other out and it truly is the favorite, my my most favorite thing I've created. The Walmart of chat rooms. Get what you want. Yeah, get what you want. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, pull up uh, there, pull up on the stream and pull up in life. But until then, stay nerdy. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.